Welcome to the Edge Talk with James and Mo. I'm Mo. And I'm James. We want to welcome you to a talk about belief, an essential building block to success. And mindset. Absolutely. James, I am so excited about this topic. Well, so am I. Well, you know, I say I'm excited about a lot of topics we cover, but this one is probably the number one most talked about topic (laughs) between you and I. True. True. Yeah. I agree. Because it touches on so much in so many different areas of life. Most definitely. So what is belief? Belief creates our mindset. It is an acceptance that a statement or a fact is true. It's believing what someone else or maybe what we think about ourselves. Well, that's a good definition. Uh, I think belief is the frame of mind in which you exist in that carries you from one place to another. Yeah, it's almost like having confidence in a statement that maybe you have said about yourself or what others have said about you. I could I could see it that way. Yeah. You know, a lot of times when you think about belief, you got to go back and think about where belief is born. And you and I talk about this a lot. I remember as a child, and most of us as children, we have big dreams. Do you remember having big dreams when you were little? Well, yeah, and I, and I think my, my belief was, was, was born in a different place. I think it was born out of poverty. Yeah. And, and when I, the day I understood I was in poverty, so I had to believe different in order to defeat poverty. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wanted to be the superhero and I could beat up poverty. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I didn't call it poverty then. I just knew uh, things were different. Yeah. Yeah. I remember for me, and I've told you this story before, I used to go in the backyard of my grandmother's house and lay on the ground, look up in the sky, and I'd literally just start dreaming about what I wanted to do and be when I got older. And it was the most precious time to me because it literally transported me out of that current situation. Well, I think for me, um, I had a, a role model in my life that till this day has been irreplaceable, but he gave me a benchmark, Mm -hmm. I would say. And so that, I would say it sparked my belief. Yeah. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I knew at the age of 10 what I wanted to be. I didn't know how I would get there. Mm-hmm. But I knew I had to believe differently from my surroundings in order to get there. Yeah. And you knew very early on. I mean, I think a lot of times people know they want to do something big or huge. And they may have some general idea. But I think for probably you and I, we both were pretty clear, crystal clear, actually, as children. You wanted to play football at a high level. Yes. I wanted to practice law, although I didn't know what I'd eventually do. I used to dream of being Martin Luther King Mm -hmm. and helping people and practicing law. That's all I knew. I didn't know exactly what discipline I would 
be involved in, but I knew at a very early age it would be law. Well, I think I was able to put all the pieces together when it came to hard work. I saw my mother work hard. I mm-hmm. saw my father work hard at their prospective professions. And then I had, you know, my brother and he was, he was ultra talented. So mm-hmm. I didn't think he worked hard. I just thought he was so gifted. Yeah. And so when I think you can have somebody next to you that like, I didn't, I didn't want to be like Mike. I didn't want to be like, a, B, and C, or anybody that was doing football at that time, I only wanted to be like my brother. Mm-hmm. So, and I could touch him. Yeah. So that made it different for me. And I was like, if he could do it, I can do it. Yeah. And a lot of people don't have that. That was a very precious gift that you had as a young person that you could touch someone who was doing the actual thing that you wanted to do. Yeah. For most of us, for me, it was. I saw it on TV. I didn't see anybody that looked like me doing what I wanted, but I still had, I felt like God was showing me, you're going to do this one day. And part of what I needed to do was to get around some people who could be role models for me. But you know, it's funny. I, I knew you were special when we were in high school and I'm not cracking. I know I always crack jokes about yeah. this, but uh, you were a ninth grader that exceeded so many I don't want to say expectations, but you broke so many barriers as mm-hmm. a ninth grader that what people didn't do at our high school, because we were at one of the you know, most traditional high schools mm-hmm. in the state of Louisiana to this day. Yeah. And for you to do all those things in ninth grade was like amazing. Yeah. I think I had with, at the time, I probably could see it as a curse and a blessing. It was just um, focus, sustained focus, like. Once I got locked into something, I was pretty well locked and no one could break me from it. Even if it was stuff that I really wanted to do that would um, veer me away from, I just wouldn't do it, you know? Well, I think it, it's funny when you say it because people don't realize about mindset. I, I said this the other day. Do not become the weapon that is formed against yourself. Wow. It is so easy for people to become the weapon that's formed against themselves mm-hmm. because, you know, it's this thing I tell all the players. Nine people can tell you something good about yourself. And the one person that says something bad, you will hold. I can't believe they said that. I yeah. can't say that. So I always tell them, let me be the 10th or the 11th person to sell you something good yeah. and tell you something good. So the other people were irrelevant. Why can't we flip it mm-hmm. in our mind that? You know, the nine is bigger than the one. Yeah. Yeah. You've mentioned in prior podcasts and other things we've done on social media that you're a coach, which I think is important because we both grew up athletes. And anytime you play sports of any kind, you've got to have, you're really serious about it. You've got to be mentally tough. And so um, while we, you know, our platform is really about all things success, you can work, you can have talent, you can have all these things. You can have the gifting for a particular thing, but if you don't have belief, you have nothing. I truly agree. I've seen some athletes and people that had more talent than me, but they didn't have the will Mm -hmm. that I had to be successful. And, and, And that stretches. So let me really go into that piece. I didn't have the career I wanted to have, but I had a career that was strong enough and it embedded something in me belief-wise that I could do anything. Mm-hmm. And I was able to 
recreate myself over and over again because of my belief that I could do any and everything because of my faith and my belief. And it didn't stem from uh, what somebody said or didn't say about me. It was just something that God put in me and that I worked on that nobody could take from me. Yeah. And that's key. I mean, you just hit something that is so important and that is belief. Where does it come from? Because if your belief doesn't come from the source who created you, it could be problematic. What, where does a, uh, apple come from the seed, right? Mm -hmm. It's an apple seed and, but you will always have an anomaly in an apple, right? So you'll have a very big red apple Mm -hmm. or or have a different color apple, or you will have a, B and C. That's, I think how life is. It's not sometimes, uh, about who you are and what you are is where you come from. And can you identify it and make the necessary changes to not be that same thing? Yeah. So environment, we've got to talk about that because you and I both, the experience that we had as young people, I feel like I knew God at a very early age. He began to talk to me and show me some things at an early age. So I identified a lot of who I was by what he said I would do and who he said I was. But there were some times and there were years where I began to adopt other people's evaluation of me as my own. And so one of the first things that I wanted to share here, because I think it is so important, I'm going to get personal as we go through this series, because there are things that I had to work through from a belief perspective to become, and I'm still becoming all that I've been designed to. But for many people, especially as young people, young children and those in their teenage years, they begin to adopt the perception of them that they receive from people in authority or people they perceive in authority. And unfortunately, a lot of times people who give us the most negative outlook about ourselves is our own family. That goes back to saying, check the messenger Mm -hmm. and not just the message. Yeah. Now that's hard. Yes. (laughs) That is hard as a child when that's coming from someone that you would naturally think loves me and is an authority in my life. I think Jay-Z said it best. He said, my uncle told me I would never sell a million records. Mm -hmm. He said it wasn't because he didn't think I had the talent. He just hadn't seen anybody sell a million records. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it had nothing to do with, and sometimes we cannot stretch our minds to think bigger than where we are. Yeah. Because we think, oh, that's so much. That's too much. But we see other people doing it and wonder why can't we do it? Because we just couldn't believe or see ourselves doing it. Yeah. Or being there. Yeah. So what do we say? Because people of all ages listen to our podcast. So what do we say to that child or to that young person who's someone that they love so dearly would say something like that? Uh, like, you know, you go and say, mom or dad or uncle so-and-so or aunt so-and-so, this is what I want to do. And the response is, you're not going to be able to do that. Well, th- I think that's when your individuality starts. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody that's young that's listening to this and somebody tells you what you can't do and you are waiting on that validation to do it, that's when your individuality should start. Yeah. And you have to take a chance on you. And the, the biggest thing with young people they don't realize how much time they have. And sometimes they think they have too much. Mm-hmm. 
time. Yeah. But you have to start building in order to get to a place to have the building that you want. That is so true. Now for those who are more mature, (laughs) because there are still some, as we talk and we coach, we've come across people who say they're in their 20s, their 30s. And one thing that I've learned over years of coaching is that for most people, many people, by the time they've hit their early 20s, maybe they've tried something once, maybe it didn't work out, and then they begin to think, this is not going to happen for me. So they stop dreaming. It's that and... They take the pain and not the lesson. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it's hard to grow. So you're talking about if you've ever attempted to do something and it didn't quite work out the way that you had planned. So now you done opened up a can of worms. I right? know. You know I'm about to say this. Yes. <laughs> I think, let me talk about me. I don't want to talk about anybody else. Mm-hmm. I've started something that I really wanted to do. And I had a, a a picture in my mind of what it should look like, mm-hmm. but it didn't work out the way I wanted it to work, but it still worked mm-hmm. and it didn't even work when I wanted it to, but it did work. Yeah. And the thing I love that you always do, you write things down mm-hmm. that you want to happen that have happened, you know, all those things. Right. Yeah. So when I wrote down the type of man I wanted to be, I knew I was not that man, but I had a picture. I had it written down of who I wanted to become. Yeah. And I was able to chip away piece by piece to become that man. Yeah. But if you have, don't even have a picture, if you don't have a visualization, you don't have the words in place to who you want to be, how can you ever get there? You will always be lost trying to find yourself because you don't know what you look like. Yeah. Yeah, so writing down that vision is very important, very important. And having that belief, like you just said, you had belief, no matter how it unfolded, it eventually got to where you were believing. Um, and so it's so important. Again, you got to have that, It's I call it a steadfast belief. You've got to have that steadfast belief, no matter who tells you what. It can be, and I've jotted down some notes because I think this is so important. I believe just based on my experience that this belief issue is what stops most people. I'm about to hit you with one. You ready for it? Mm-hmm. Time does not belong to you. It's something that we're using. Yeah, that's good. It does not belong to you. So you don't grant it. You don't know how much you have mm-hmm. and you have to use it wisely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They say we have the same 24 hours. That's true. But what are you filling yours with? Is Instagram taking most of your time? Yeah. Is Facebook taking most of your time? Do you have people in your life that are taking up your time in that space that you could be doing something with? We are so afraid sometimes to walk away from something that is not good for us that we miss something that's better right in front of us. Yeah. And you're getting it too. You're kind of giving us a sneak peek of, some things we're going to be talking about later because belief has a sound. Mm. Belief has a smell. Mm. Belief looks a certain way. So like you said, if I'm really believing something, my day is going to be different than somebody who doesn't have that same belief. So true. Yeah. So while we, you're talking, you're going to take us over to where we're going to go later on, but how do we deal with, the building of belief. So we just talked about 
the naysayers and having to literally cut them off when they're saying something against what it is that you believe about yourself. Another time that I've noticed that belief of others comes in is when you're having teachers or others in the educational um, environment. And a lot of times people unknowingly will say stuff, but it will take and it will, you know, it'll, a child will grab onto it, hold onto it. And there are many people that I've counseled through the years. They will say, I just remember when my third grade teacher said I'd never be anything. Or, you know, he said mm-hmm. something negative about me. And this person is 40 years old and they're still holding on to that statement that Miss so-and-so or Mr. So-and-so said to them in grade school. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. Oh yeah. When, when people that you love or you respect yeah. say something uh, about what you want to be or what you want to mm-hmm. do, it can easily cha- change your perspective. Yeah, and it chips away at your belief. Another one I think is important is generalizations and negative stereotypes about a group that you may be a member of. Oh, Now, that's important. You, t- you mentioned poverty. I know firsthand for myself that was, I remember going into what they called the gifted program when I was eight years old. And I was one of the only African-American students in the class. And in my, you know, my financial situation, I could tell was not the same as most of these children. (laughs) And so I came into that classroom already thinking I'm not as good as they are. One, because all the stereotypes I had heard about African-American children, I had adopted that for me. And then secondly, I'm thinking, I don't have all the things that they have growing up. So how can I compete? That is so, you almost led me to a whole nother. Yeah, this is deep because Uh, I had to crawl my way out in order to feel worthy to receive all that I believe that God was calling me to. You had to. Find a way to break a mindset mm-hmm. in order to be mindful of who you were. Yeah. And that is so tough mm-hmm. at times because uh, I remember beating myself up uh, when my football career was ending because I was like, where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. Because that's all I was focused on, all I thought I was supposed to be. I never thought about life when it was over. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I was meant to do more. But I didn't know what more looked like. Yeah. But I knew I was going to run after it. And I knew God was going to move me because he had spoken to me when I was 21 years old. And I vividly remember that conversation. And I held on to it. Mm-hmm. And I held on to it so strongly that nobody could say anything to break me. Yeah. And I was able to bend in that break. Yeah. That's important. It really is. Yeah. You've got to have grit, I guess is what I'll call it, and being steadfast. And so with that, I think it's important, you know, when we talk about representation, Mm. knowing, like you said, I had my brother. He was doing exactly what I wanted to do. So you saw someone who looked like you, and so you didn't have a doubt. If he can do it, I can do it. And that's what I searched for through mentorship and things of that nature. So I'm glad that we're talking about this. As we talked about at the beginning of this show, this is a very deep topic. Mm -hmm. And so much of who we are either will be or won't be. It'll be centered on do we believe or do we not? And and I'll just throw this out there. So when we get to our next episode on episode three, 
people. Let me say, let me use me. I don't want to use people. I spent a lot of time looking for what I wanted and I didn't know exactly uh, how to be the full me. Mm-hmm. And I found so much of a likeness in your journey mm-hmm. as in mine. Yeah. And we were able to connect and take it to a level of understanding and love yeah. that has propelled us to so many other things because we had a different sense of belief for what we wanted, uh, our belief system in God and our belief in that you are for me. Mm-hmm. Even through trials, tribulations, the the good, the bad, uh, you don't know someone until you argue. Yeah. That's and true. I, <laughs> and I'll set that right there. And uh, But saying this to everybody who's listening, belief is one of the most important things that you could ever, ever, ever try to get a firm understanding of because until you believe that you can accomplish something, you will manifest things that will come to you Mm -hmm. that no one else can do for you. If you just believe and you have to believe what you can't see. Yeah. And it will not come the way most of the time that you think it will come when it will come, who it will come (laughs) through, but it will come through people because you never know who has you in mind. Yeah. Just like you sit sometimes to do nice things for people and, 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 make things work out in other people's favor. Somebody is working it out for you yeah. and you have to believe that it's happening in your favor. Yeah. I'm going to, we're going to wrap it up. One of the things that is important, we've talked about this. We're going to talk about planning and you just mentioned, I like to write things down. You know, you can be as great as you want to be as skilled as you want to be as gifted as you want to be. You can have it all planned out and you can have your vision board and your goal setting and all that stuff. But if you have not belief, you have nothing. Our belief creates our mindset and our mindset is either going to be a powerful tool to help us get what we want or it's going to be the thing that deters you away from what it is you're really believing. And so um, we look forward to being with you guys on the next episode, but stay with us here because this belief thing, it is deep. Yes. Has many, many layers and we want to continue to talk about it with you. So. Girl, you sound like you're on night moves. (laughs) So. As we close, I want to thank you all. Thank you, James. Thank you. I am inspired by you always. And I appreciate your candor because it helps me and I know it helps those who listen to us. So Mm. thank you. Girl, I just love you so much. (laughs) Just love you, love you, love you. So this is the Edge Talk with James and Mo. We want to thank you for joining us. As always, I'm Mo. And I'm James. And we are giving you the edge. That was my radio.